It's a deck cast, it's a deck cast, it's a deck cast. D A C C C A S T, cause I said it's a deck cast, it's a deck cast, it's a deck cast, deck cast. D A C C C A S T, D A C C C A S T. You're listening to Deck Cast, produced by students of Danville AMB College. And now your hosts, Kaya and Keegan. Yo, 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 it's Kaya and Keegan here from the basement of the clock tower. Here on DACcast, we get to know the familiar faces we see all over campus in hopes that students at DAC and members of the community get to know each other a little better. With that being said, we are here with art teacher Ronnie Johnson. How are we doing today? I'm doing just fine. And yourself? Good. Doing Good. great. Thanks for having me. All right. So go ahead and introduce yourself and um, tell us what your role here at DAC is. Um, I'm Ronnie Johnson, and I teach art uh, pretty much in a handbasket. Um, everything from painting to drawing to graphic design to art history to uh, ceramics to 3D. I just do just about all of it. Whatever an adjunct wouldn't do, I would do for them. So are you one of the main people that just spans across yes, our art department Yes, I am the here? main you people. are the main people. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Makes sense. Okay, so what does a normal day look like for you? Um, every morning, Monday through Friday, I get up and I answer emails from about 6.15 to 6.45. And then I take off and go to Schlarman High School where I teach a dual enrollment from uh, oh. 7.40 to 8.35. And then I dart across town <laughs> And sometimes I have time to run into McDonald's, and sometimes I don't. Um, and then I show up here for office hours, or my first class starts at 9.30. And uh, um, there are labs, and labs go for about two hours and 40 minutes. And then I'll probably have two on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and then I'll have Zooms in between on Mondays and Wednesdays for my graphic abstraction, typography, and uh graphic design courses and after I get done there I make my way back home answer more emails yeah and eat and that's about yeah so what did a normal day used to look a lot like uh, um, like virtual and you did you ever have very many virtual classes I okay so in about 2008 I was asked to teach some online classes, and my forethought was if I didn't get on this train, I was going to miss it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was skeptical because, you know, you don't know. It's visual arts. It's, you know, all about seeing. Exactly, yeah. And um, we didn't know how successful. I didn't know how successful it would be. I think I do a good job, and I think it is successful, and I do see a difference. And uh, so I've been doing it since then. So it was an easy fit for me when we did the virtual learning thing just recently. Um, And I had already set up all my courses with Blackboard Shells prior to that. So mine was really all set up. It was just a matter of a couple clicks for me and I was ready. Did you have you ever ran into classes that really just don't work out online? Yes, ceramics. Yeah, that would make sense. That's kind of yeah. a hands-on Playing thing. in the mud and, <laughs> and put, you know, you got to put your uh, projects in the kiln and things like that. We really do need to meet on campus. And, yeah. Um, you, not everyone has a wheel at home to throw and, you know, yeah. those kind of things. 
So. That makes sense. Gotcha. Painting too a little bit, and the, the studio class is drawing a little bit too. But I can pull those off pretty well virtually. Yeah. Gotcha. Interesting. Gotcha. So, so, take us through your background a little bit. Your college days. You went to DAC and Eastern Illinois. Yeah, I, I went to. I graduated from Catlin High School. I'm related to half that oh. town. Okay. I'm sorry to say, but no, <laughs> no, honestly. <laughs> Um, it was great because I, my cousin came over and plowed my drive this weekend. Gotcha. So, but um, yeah, I graduated from there. And I went to DACC. It was called Danville Junior College back then. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, I played soccer and um, I really enjoyed it in high school. So I thought I'd do it here, and I uh, played my sophomore year also. Oh. Um, and I was going to go to Illinois State. In the last minute, uh, I had a really good friend of mine, Guy Goodlove, who's the principal at Westville. Okay. And uh, he asked, uh, is it, you know, let's room together down at Eastern. And I changed my mind about three or four weeks before I was going, and I ended up at Eastern. And <laughs> Guy so Goodlove is that persuasive? I graduated from Westville High School. I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> but anyway, no. <laughs> uh, no, God, Guy, I won't share any stories. But um, no, yeah, we were pretty tight in high school, and uh, he was manager at McDonald's. Oh. At one time. Interesting. And we used to show up there at 10 o'clock and he fix whatever. And, <laughs> or I'd get whatever was left over. And, oh. Yeah, so, yeah, we he was fun. breaking the rules. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. So, yeah. I, after um, Eastern, I went there. I didn't. As I said, I was playing soccer. So I don't know if you ever played collegiate sports. The coach will walk you around. And this is before you did registration online, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you walked in McAfee Gym, which was um, a, not the biggest gym like Lance, but the second one. And all the tables were set up, and they had all the curriculums on there. And the, and the coach would walk in there, and the first one said um, accounting. And I said, oh, hell no. <laughs> and the second was anthropology. And I was like, I really don't know what that is. And the third one was art. I said, coach, I can do this because I took some art classes. And that's how I became an art. Are you serious? Now, you think <laughs> oh, that is no forethought, but I was young, you know. I fell in love with it. I mean, I really fell in love with um, making art, doing art, learning about art. Yeah. And uh, um, anyway, after my bachelor's degree, uh I my whole family is in home building, right? So we were building Randy Bullock Bullock garages. I don't know if you ever heard of them, but they used to build several garages back in the day. We were building Randy Bullock's house, and the electrician comes in and he says, "Hey, you got that job at Eastern?" I go, well, "What job? I didn't play <laughs> job." And then I started thinking. I says, "I casually told Tom Whalen, who teaches at um, Sangamon State." Think, or whatever it's called now. Uh, we wouldn't know. You In Springfield. Um, well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I uh, I casually told him I would take a grad assistantship if one came up. Well, one came up. And this is before cell phones. And this was up north of, we were building a house north of uh, Walmart. So I said, oh, cool. I get out work for a couple of hours. I got to drive back home and call. <laughs> so I go back home and, and the electrician on my way out said, oh, your mom said you'd take the job. So <laughs> I called them up and they says, we got a grad assistantship for you. It's yours, um, but you got to be down here tomorrow. Oh, great. Get out of work another day. You know, that's how a young man thinks, right? <laughs> so 
I go down there and he says, uh, we'll pay your fees, we'll pay your tuition, we'll pay your books, we'll give you 500 bucks a month, uh, you got to work 12 hours a week or something like that. Hmm. And um, that's, that's how I ended yeah. up with my master's degree. So wow. as you had just gathered, my whole family built houses for a living, right? Yeah. So when I get my master's degree, I build houses <laughs> for the next 15, 20 years. <laughs> Okay, until the housing market dropped. Um, yeah. I built 40 houses in about 12 years. Wow. And uh, when it started slowing up, I, I caught it pretty early. I didn't go bankrupt or anything like that. And um, I ended up back in Danville, and my wife was from Danville, um, coincidentally, which was close to Catlin. And um, I thought, you know, I'm just going to start all over or whatever. My kids went, I'm a firm believer in Catholic school system. Yeah. And uh, we were busting our kids over to St. Mary's in Mattoon. And um, where we were, we were going to move into my wife's uh, house that had been handed down through the generations. So when we moved in there, I was like, well, you know, St. Paul's is right down the street. Schleiman High School, where my wife graduated from and her mom graduated from, was right down the street, too. Yeah. And uh, I, I just thought it was a very convenient thing for me to fall into so um a couple years goes by my kids are going to school there and mary pat shepherd who was the principal at saint paul's calls me up and says hey i need someone to put in the bathroom stalls in the school yeah my education career started with bathroom stalls (laughs) (laughs) so i go there put in these bathroom stalls and small talk she found out i had a master's degree in art Two months later, she calls me up and says, I need someone to sub for um, a couple weeks while the other art teacher is away. I said, well, you know, my kids go there. I should do that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I got to be done by 2.30 because I'm painting a ceiling at Heatcraft. We called it Heat Crap. But um, <laughs> it's a factory. Yeah. It was east of town, tore down. I know it wasn't the paint job. But um, <laughs> anyway, uh she says, yeah, we could work it out. You could be done by 2.30. So I taught there from 8 to whenever, and I went out there. Oh, I think I had to be there at 3, 3.30. And then I worked to midnight, you know, painting Whoa. the ceiling. And I did that for four weeks. And then the priest comes in and uh, calls me down after my class and says, you know, our prayers would be answered if you would take the position. You know, how you... And I said, make sure God gets this memo and I'll do it. <laughs> uh, so that first year went by and then Dr. Broderick from Schleiman High School came down. He was the principal there. And he says, in March of that same school year, uh, said, uh, I got two sections in the afternoon. Can you do it? And I said, well, I know I'd be stupid not to. Yeah, I'll do it. But I got to be done by 2.30. Uh-huh. So I taught in the morning, the afternoon at high school. And then I went out there and painted the ceiling. Third year rolls around, and Richie Pate, who is, um, was the interim dean at the time, right before Dr. McConnell, is a wonderful boss, by the way. <clears throat> and he says, I hear you're teaching art now. I says, yeah. He says, do you want to do a night class for me, at art appreciation, on a Tuesday night? I said, yeah, I could do that. So I ended up getting off work on Tuesday night so I could teach that class, and then that job ended at Heatcraft. So then for the next eight years, I did the morning at the grade school, afternoon in the high school. My first classes start out here about 2.30, and I did that for eight years. And um, in 2013, 
they a uh, full-time position came up and um, I took it <laughs> so you had three jobs at uh, one time had for yeah for eight years, years. Uh, are you you said you were, were you as of right now presently you work at Schlarman and here yeah Schlarman dual enrollment through DAC and I I had done that there since 2006 do you think you would feel weird and out of place if you just went to work like one place <laughs> just I, for a well, specific time? Well, I did. As soon, when I got the full-time position here, they begged me to go back to Schlarman oh. often for four years. And yeah. then finally I said, the only way I can do it is I could do the first hour. That was it. And finally it caught up to where I could do it first hour. Yeah. So then I just ended up there. And, and my kids was still going there. I still had... And it was so neat to see your kids doing the high school experience, yeah. you know, getting on homecoming courts and, mm-hmm. you know, getting asked to homecoming and things like that. Uh, you know, that was pretty important. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. So what did you like better, teaching elementary students or teaching college students? I love teaching college students. Really? But, you know, it, when you're teaching elementary elementary uh, <laughs> kids too you're ready to talk to adults by time afternoon rolled around right? yeah okay so that's how that goes i do miss those kids and their innocence and their um you know they just crack you up yeah and you'll be at walmart and all of a sudden be like mr johnson mr johnson come Aww. down and give you hugs and things like that okay so one spring break I get a job painting the ceiling at County Market South, which is, I don't know what it's called now. It's in the uh, town, no, in the town center. There used to be a county market there, across from the courthouse. You know where that is, huh? So anyway. I do. I I hope you don't have to know. But anyway, (laughs) um, unless you're on jury duty. um, So I went there for spring break. Now, that had to be third shift because Mm -hmm. there wasn't that many people in there, right? And so I have my big air mask on. I'm all bundled up because, you know, we're doing the ceiling and there's fumes and everything's taped off and hermetically sealed. And all of a sudden this mother, I recognized, um, said, oh, we need some frozen pizzas. And we just happened to be doing that section at like 1 o'clock in the morning. Um, I need, you know, pizzas. And then I noticed one of the little kids was one of my students was standing right next to her. And anyway, I said, oh, I'll get it, I'll get it. So I snuck in there, I got her, what kind, you know. And I, I handed it over, and um, I took my mask down like this. And I okay, well, Mr. Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> and so it, that, that was like uh, pretty memorable. Still, I'm still talking about it, but um, kind of things. that I miss those kind of things. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Gotcha. Um, you don't get those type of reactions with college students. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> oh, Mr. They just go back to business <laughs> and get the pizza and buy it and leave. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, so you have this very interesting background in how you got into art, but what made you? You said you had taken classes in high school. What made you so interested in it? What aspect of art? Um, at the time, I, I thought I would excel in it and I could be successful. Um, it wasn't as simple as coach saying, you know, can you pull this off? And, oh, easy credit, I'll do this. Yeah. Um, it wasn't quite like that. I did have some kind of interest. Uh, my first love was music, and I played music for several years and yeah. was a touring musician for almost 15, I think. And uh, so it kind of came hand in hand. Um, I, it's, 
I don't know how to put it. I always made art for myself. I was reluctant to show it. Um, I did know I have a little bit of a talent when I was doing like little posters and things like that. I think I won a poster contest my fourth grade year or something like that. Which kind of gave me early. That. Look at that. <laughs> and it was like that confidence really yeah. kind of nurtured me through the next, yeah, you know, at least in art. Mm-hmm. So. so you said that, you, did you say you were a touring musician? For I was. 15 years? For about 15 years, yeah. So where did that fit into everything else you've done? <laughs> Um, well, it was when I was at Eastern, I met some cats because that's what we call musicians. I met some (laughs) cats who played music and, um, I played in high school, uh, the Redwood End, if people remember that Mm -hmm. and teen dances and the VFW, the old VFW, um, and things like that. Okay. Um, and I knew I always liked it. And I got into this band. It was a cover band. It was called The Heroes. It was some high school friends of mine. <clears throat> and we, you know, did these old teen dance things. So, of course, that band broke up. I played an ACDC cover band for a while. We did whole sides of albums. Mm-hmm. Uh, albums are like big CDs. In the black. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah, do tell I, me more. What okay. is that? <laughs> I just thought I'd clarify that. <laughs> um, I got to relate to your generation. But anyway, the... Um, uh, I get to college. Of course, that band had to break up because, you know, I'm leaving. Everybody's going, a guy sang in one of my bands. <gasps> what? Yeah, at one time. You'll have to ask <laughs> him to sing a, a tune for him someday. Next time I, I see him, I'm going to, yeah. I hope you're watching, guys. I'm going to send this, <laughs> so, I'm actually going to send this episode to him. I don't know <laughs> if he'll be excited about that or not. <laughs> I would But anyway. <laughs> Uh, no, he's great. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, of course, in college, it's uh, you know I hooked up with some guys that play bass and things like that. So I little combos. Mm-hmm. I ended up um, falling into this like punk band because punk music was kind of the college thing at that time, and um, it kind of morphed into this cow punk all original band that I played in, and we toured. Our spring breaks would be like going to Florida and. And Georgia. Oh, it was fun. Yeah. And we, you know, we did um, get a little bit of success, but not a lot. You know, we were next to nowhere. Well, we did play with some pretty big acts, um, like Soul Asylum, if you remember them back in the day. No, of course not. (laughs) Uh, Like in Minneapolis and got to play some pretty neat places at Tennis Club and and, um, Memphis and Lincoln, Nebraska. That's pretty cool. I. Then I played in a speed metal band. Then I was in um, a band called Spankwagon, who saw a lot of success. And my last tour was with The Offspring as a support act. And that was kind of neat because you could uh, see, um, you know, that you get the big crowds. They were just in their diapers at that time. Gotcha. I, yeah. did, I did play, excuse me, I did play with Ice-T on, um, in Body Count. On Christmas Day at the uh-huh. Lafayette Club in Bloomington and things like that, so it, it was it was a lot of fun. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. that's pretty wild. <laughs> that is pretty wild. And then, so Art, you played the drums, and I heard that you own a tavern. I do own a tavern. Yes. You do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we card by the way. You card by the way. Okay, <laughs> so we'll put that out there. Just make sure everybody knows. <laughs> He's winking. <laughs> <laughs> no, we do. Yeah. 
Because Rosie's Tavern is kind of just down there, nestled right by. You know, being from Westville, yeah. you should know where that's at. I do. <laughs> mm-hmm. I do. It's in the middle of nowhere. It, it is really the, is. It's the oldest tavern in Vermilion County. Whoa, really? It was founded in 1904, I believe, by Rosie's grandfather. Wow. And it was called Stoltz at the time. And about 1930, it burnt down. And they rebuilt. And then about that time, Rosie's father... Um, had the tavern, and that burnt down in 1949, and they rebuilt where the current location is now. And then Rosie, of course, um, had it. She died in the 80s, and she was probably somewhere in the 80s. Uh, she sold it to Mary Cottle. The first, oh no, her granddaughters had it for her son had it for a while. Then her granddaughters had it for a while. Okay. Then uh, they sold it to Mary Cottle. Was the first people out of the family to own it. And that was, oh, about 21 years ago, and then we bought it about three years ago. I have a business partner. Interesting. To to give you a, an idea of where exactly this is located, it's like the part in Westville where on a snow day we close and don't have school because the people who live around Rosie's Tavern can't get up the hills to get to your school. <laughs> yeah. Like it's in the middle of nowhere. It's in it's in the hollers. Yeah. It, it's always kind of funny because people from Danville make fun of people from Westville and people from Westville make fun of people from Grape Creek and people from Grape Creek <laughs> yep. make fun of people from Hallbuck. So you know, you're like, you know how bad is Hallbuck? You know? <laughs> but, no, I love the people down there. They're down to earth. They're um self-starters they're self-reliant uh you need something done you know oh we'll plow your drive and oh and plumbing piece of cake you know yeah it it i i really enjoy being there that's right yeah. gotcha. and then i just wanted to touch on this for a second is you have kids right i do I have three mm-hmm. yeah my uh, you might need to know this too uh my oldest is a probation officer Oh. In Vermilion County. Okay. Uh, Why would I need to know that? Exactly? Uh, I'm just, you know, you might need. I said you might. Um, <laughs> so the winking you know, about carding yeah, people. Yeah, exactly. You have a personal relationship with who would get you in trouble. <laughs> uh, she's married to, um, I have homecoming pictures from their freshman year in high school at Schlarman. Um, and that she's like 27 now. Wow. That has been a long time. Yeah. I have a grandson who is two, uh, and he, he goes to the daycare here on campus. Aww. And, yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> my middle uh, <coughs> child uh, went to DAC2, worked in corporate community ed. What's that say? Corporate, corporate community, community ed. Corporate <laughs> <community> <laughs> ed. <laughs> um, that's how I got the mug. Discreet. Yeah, she she worked there for like three years too, and she went to U of I and studied speech pathology. She's oh. uh, her boyfriend grew up a block away from us, but I think he went to Schlarman for a little bit and then Danville. Um, pretty remarkable guy. He went here, uh, Christian Roger. I don't know if anybody knows him or not, but he was in the plays and things like that. He also mm-hmm. played hockey, and he does what's called a, a Red Bull Crash. Uh, which is okay. Imagine yourself going down a toboggan run on I've ice skates. Yeah. Swear to God, you Google <laughs> it. It's just like, are you kidding? Who thought of this? You know. I've seen <laughs> these videos. Stop it. <laughs> so anyway, um, he does that. But he also worked. He he graduated from Ohio State, and mm. uh, 
he got a job with Amazon. So she went to California mm. with him to um, wow. California. And they uh, have, a, I guess you call them grand puppies or something yeah. like that. You have a grand, grand puppy. Or something. Yeah. Okay. You have a grand puppy. <laughs> yeah. And it's called Bainsky. Bainsky? Yeah. You know, like the graffiti artist. Oh. And, yeah, I definitely know that. Okay. <laughs> um, and then my youngest is a senior at Schleiman. Gotcha. So, so right. you're still around, seeing you're still seeing that your kids in high school type of thing since she's still a senior? Yes, because I go there in the morning. Yeah. And um, so I know her class pretty well. Uh, yeah. And I taught all those kids when they were in grade school at one time, and it was neat seeing them come back and, you know. Just watching them grow up. Yeah, I, yeah, I really enjoy seeing them and and you know their outlooks on futures, and yeah, mm-hmm. things like that. It's pretty pretty. You think neat. it's going to be a different dynamic when they're out? Um, I still had taught some of the classes after them. Yeah. Um, when they were really small, oh, so I don't yeah. think it'll be much of a difference now. I don't have them. I just have juniors and seniors, obviously, because oh, yeah. it's a dual enrollment. Uh, there's still probably a third of those I never had. Yeah. Um, so, but there's that core group that I had back in St. Paul back in the day. Sure. All right. So you took this job full time in 2013. Yes. So what was the biggest thing you had to learn the hard way when you took the job that maybe you didn't expect? Um, well, I was here for a little while, so I kind of knew what they needed. Yeah. Um, I was astonished at the fact that they didn't have a degree for the, um, fine arts. Okay. So in the interview process, you know, I mentioned, I think we really need to get an AFA here, um, which we achieved in 2016, developed all the classes, things like that. Yeah, now, I was going to say, I, I just applied for graduation, and it had that as an option, AFA. Yeah, I, yeah I, I'm pretty proud of that. But, yeah. um, of course, I had Dr. Penny McConnell's guidance and also uh, Mr. Pate's guidance during all that, uh, developing those classes and, and getting our ducks in a row to make that happen. Yeah. So... So that's pretty cool. Yes, that you very saw cool. that just come together. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, the other big thing is I also picked up the graphic design classes. Now, when I took graphic design back with Lincoln, we um, didn't have computers. Well, we had computers, but not you know the yeah. size of refrigerators, <laughs> and it's like three keys just to indent your. Uh, Paragraphs, uh, <laughs> Word Star, Script Set. Those are some of the old. Um, Never heard of them. No. Yeah, <laughs> you guys got it so easy. Yeah. Um, so, okay. catching up in technology. Yeah, was, that was kind of a big one too. Gotcha. Yeah. So I've taken both of your. Your I'm in art history right now, and I took art appreciation last year, mm-hmm. and it's just stuff that I've never like would have seen myself learning mm-hmm. before I came to college. So why do you think it's important for students our age to know about the history of art dating back to, like, B.C.? Well, did you enjoy it? Yes, I did. Okay. Uh, Of course he's going to say that. Exactly. Not allowed to say no. (laughs) Um, I I think it's important. A couple of aspects. You know, down the road, a certain employer might be really interested in art too and at least you can carry on a casual conversation yeah. with them about art i also think it's important to learn about art and also to make art because 
Um, creative minds are really sought after nowadays. Thinking outside the box, solving those problems, not, you know, usually the traditional way, you know. Yeah. It's easy when it's right and wrong, but when you have one question and several answers, that could work out pretty yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Typically, a question has one answer, you know. Um, those kind of things, I think, is are very important in okay. today's society, especially when all this technology and the change is constantly. You know, how you're going to adapt to this new technology, you know, you can think about those things um, creatively and uh, apply them. Yeah. Gotcha. gotcha. So you're also the Phi Theta Kappa sponsor here. I am. So take us through that and what their function here at the college is. Yeah, because um, I, don't, I don't know much about that. I don't really know what it is. It's the Honor Society on campus is pretty much what it is. Okay. Um, you have to have a 3.5 and at least 12 credit hours uh, to be invited. Uh, we do um, community service, <clears throat> picking up trash. We have a designated highway. It runs from Virginia to Brewer Road. Um, we haven't did a lot of activities with the COVID thing. Uh, we do fundraising, scholarships, uh, fellowships, not so much um, as a social fraternity or sorority might have, given the Greek letters might imply. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> but it's mostly just community service because it, it's like, you know, what kind of footprint are you going to make in, you know, or have you made in the community, okay? Yeah. What kind of footprint have you made? And sometimes that supersedes your GPA, you know, uh, community service and, and volunteerism and things like that. Now, you guys got it made because you're doing this kind of stuff on campus. You're making a footprint on campus. That's important. Mm-hmm. And to be involved, you know, not necessarily just... Um, you know, okay, I show up for classes and then I go work at, you know, wherever. Gotcha. Menards or <laughs> Menards. Menards. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So tell us about Phi Theta Kappa and like utilizing it to move on to a four year. Because I when I had read up on it, it looked like there was a lot of scholarship opportunities. There's a ton of scholarship opportunities. We also do the all Illinois academic team, which if you become an all Illinois academic uh, team member, you automatically are the all all USA academic team, okay? okay, and that opens you up to several uh, scholarships in itself. It's also very prestigious. You get your picture taken, you meet the board of directors, and you know it just goes on. A board of trustees, mm-hmm. um, it goes on and on, and it just looks really good yeah. on a on an application, be it for scholarship, university, or even employment down the road. Gotcha. So you're repping a, a hat today, right? I do. My students buy, have this thing about covering up my bald spot. So, <laughs> Your students? You think that's a bald spot? Have you seen Coach Hicks? I do need to fertilize <laughs> the front 40. But anyway, um, so, and I, you know, I do wear it, especially in academic, you know, surroundings yeah. and things. Now I know what the letters mean. What the Phytheticap. So if you've been getting my email, yes. <laughs> I'm just saying, yes. you should join. <laughs> they just throw it in junk mail or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So where do you see the college's fine arts like organization in five um, years? Of course, you know, we're still kind of in our diapers. We just got a degree uh, approved in 2016. Okay. okay. Now we got the... Um, Building to the south of us here, um, Dr. Jacobs Hall, or Jacobs Hall. 
I like to see that turned into a gallery at times. Of course, we're going to have events there. Of course, it's going to be a backup for um, classes and little open stage um, theaters, mm -hmm. uh, music, and things like that. Okay, and, it, and it'll fit good. It's a beautiful building, by the way. Uh, not so much room downstairs, low ceilings and things for studios or anything like that. I'd like to see something where I could get a group of uh, students and we could talk about working in galleries and things like that because that would be a viable occupation when they do get their degree. When I had my grad assistantship, I worked at the Tarbell Arts Center and Tarbell Arts Center at Eastern Illinois University was oh, practically brand new at the time. And we set up shows. We got people come in from all over and, uh, you know, you hang shows and things like that. Um, it also will teach you presentation. You know, if you want to become an artist, uh, you know, you're going to have to hit the bricks a little bit. You know, you're going to hit those fairs. You're going to enter those shows. And a lot of times those shows hinges on how the craftsmanship of your work, you know, is it framed right? Is it matted right? Mm -hmm. Is it matte clean? Is your artwork clean? And things like that. Okay. So Interesting. Gotcha. Are you retiring anytime soon? No. Never? I love this job. Never ever. They're gonna I'm gonna up I'm gonna be in the middle of a lecture and I'm gonna fall over right there. <laughs> Interesting. Honestly, I do. I really like it. I might slow down. Yeah. <laughs> I Just might slow bit. down. Might only so. have like four jobs at one time. Yeah, exactly. Like well, yeah. <laughs> well, okay, I do have to say the tavern kind of works itself. I really don't yeah. have to do a whole lot there. Gotcha. <clears throat> Interesting. Okay. I always gotcha. wondered who who owned Rosie's Tavern. It was kind of <laughs> just there, you know? Yeah. But you, do you know the Domilanos? I do. Wait, which ones? Scott. The Danville Police Department. He was a detective there for, or an investigator for 17 years. <clears throat> 17 years, and he was an officer for probably 20-something 20, 20 yeah, he's my business partner. Okay. He does security. I feel like I know I, I know other Domilanos. That'd be Todd, his Tom. twin brother. Oh, really? Todd. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I grew up with Todd's daughter. Cece. Mm-hmm. Grew up with Cece. So that's how I know the Domilanos. Hmm. Gotcha. I did not know that he was part of them. I have nothing <laughs> bad to say about them. I could crack jokes, but I won't. <laughs> <laughs> um, talk about the morgue. Oh, okay. So Should we put that in there. What's your? Do you have any stories that you okay. can tell? Okay. So it seems like should we does. should we intro this first though? <laughs> so anyway, um, my room, the art room, is right down the hall from the studio here, right? Yeah. And this is in the basement of a clock tower. Well, anyway, I told a, a friend of mine who just happened to be the father of the mayor at the time, um, Eisenhower, and he used to be the janitor here when it was the VA. This is when the the original seven VAs mm -hmm. in the United States. I believe Uncle Joe Cannon had something to do with having it here. Well, in the 60s, I think, is when the VA handed the buildings over <clears throat> to um, the college. And he said, well, where is your classroom? I says, well, it's in the basement of the clock tower. And he goes, well, that's where the morgue was. And I thought he was teasing me. And, of course, he wasn't teasing me. He says, no, really, that was where the morgue was. And upstairs was the cafeteria. Well, the funny thing about it is I used to teach a night class. And it would get over at 9.15. Oh, no. And I would grade the papers after the class left. 
at 9.15 when really there's not a whole lot of people in the building at all. Um, and I'd always feel this like cold breeze nope. over my shoulder. <laughs> nope. Little shadows move in the background and <laughs> things like that. And after I found out it was the morgue, I didn't do that anymore. Uh, yeah. I just went home. Uh-uh. I left you walked with out the, with your you students. You walked out with the students, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah went sticking around. So, yeah, I, I guess other people have stories yeah. from down here. Laura, Laura was telling us one before yeah. we started, and I'd love to hear that at some point. So. Yeah. yeah. That's scary. Yeah. yeah. I don't I don't deal well with that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. No. We're going to move on to our rapid fire question segment called Deck Attack. One, two, three, four. Deck attack, deck attack, deck attack, deck attack, deck attack, deck attack, deck attack. Pastels or watercolor? Watercolor. Mornings or evenings? Um evenings. Photos or videos? Um, videos. Graphic design class or art history class? Art history. (laughs) Chocolate or vanilla? Vanilla. Coffee or tea? Coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Summer or winter? I do like winter. Eat? Yeah, I don't like, I used to be a roofer. (laughs) Oh, okay, yeah. Building houses. Yeah, Yeah, true. Eat in or dine out? Dine out. Okay. Beach or mountains? Hmm. Mountains. Sculpting or painting? Painting. Whoa, really? Not sculpting? Not sculpting. I was a painting major. And I do, I, I was an abstract expressionist. Okay. <clears throat> um, but I really got into it. I really enjoyed it. Action painting and things like that. Action painters were painters that thought making the painting was more important than the outcome. Interesting. Like Jackson Pollock. So, like, he was dripping paint. Now, you think about Jackson Pollock's paintings. They're, like, half an inch thick. So, think about that. So, was that first layer of paint as compositionally sound as the last layer? Because it just kept going and going. (laughs) But he thought making the painting was more important. Okay? Interesting. I heard you really enjoyed, like, coil. I do like coil pots. Yeah, I do. That's pretty relaxing. But I don't... um, I don't dive into it as academic as I do like painting. Yeah. I feel like I know far more about painting than I do about ceramics. Interesting. Um, although I took several ceramics classes, graduate level and undergraduate, uh, to fulfill my 3D design requirement. You know? gotcha. Just to f- fulfill the requirements. Yeah. Well, that's how it started. Yeah, then exactly. just like, We've all been there before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, I really, I fell in love with it. I mm-hmm. liked it. I spent eight hours in the studio in college. And, you know, we just, it was a little community setting in there yeah. when we made stuff. Mm-hmm. So That last one did surprise me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't let you go without asking who your favorite artist is. My favorite artist, Robert Rauschenberg. Okay. He was part, um, he was kind of a neo-pop. He was an action painter. He would drip paintings. He would use found objects and apply them to um, canvases and things like that. Now, I do have to say that is really a hard question, you know, because there's several of them and several different genres I could run with. Mm Um, thank you so much, Mr. And Johnson. And thank you for having me. We had I so really much fun. It. Hmm? See, it wasn't it wasn't scary, was no. it? No, it was ter- terrifying. Oh, <laughs> no, it was <laughs> You made me very comfortable. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for listening. This has been the Dakcast with Kai and Keegan. Stay.